The Pagan Origin of Ash Wednesday is not mentioned in the scriptures. None of the Talmudian disciples observed it. Nowhere are believers commanded to keep it. It was not even officially practiced until nearly 1,000 years after Messiah's resurrection. Like so many other non-scriptural Christian customs, it has pagan roots. It's a sad fact that modern Christianity has appropriated so many customs from the practice of the heathens that one might wonder if it should still be called Christianity. The early pagan origin of Ash Wednesday. This ritual imposition of the ashes is purportedly an imitation of the repentant act of covering oneself in dust and ashes. The marking of the leaves on Ash Wednesday is done in combination of another extra scriptural routine called Lent. Despite Messiah's command to his followers to abstain from the practice of disfiguring their faces during fasting, it has become a regular practice. He also told us to wash our faces during a fast. The practice of putting ashes on one's forehead has been known from ancient times. In the Nordic pagan religion, placing ashes above one's brow was believed to ensure the protection of the Norse god, Odin. This practice spread to Europe during the Vikings' conquest. The land on of ashes was done on Wednesday, the day named for Odin, Odin's Day. Interestingly, Enough, according to Wikipedia, one of Odin's, it's capital O-D-I-N, possibly as names is Y-G-G. The same is Norse for the word ash. This name, Y-G-G, closely resembles the Vedic name Agni in pronunciation. The Norse practice, which has become known as Ash Wednesday, was itself drawn from the Vedic Indian religion. Ashes were believed to be the seed, Agna, the Indian fire god. It is from this name that the Latin used for fire, Ignas, I-G-N-I-S. It is from this root word that the English language got the words ignite, igneous, and ignition, Agna, was said to have the authority to forgive sins. Ashes were also believed to be symbolic for the purifying blood of the Vedic god Shiva, S-H-I-V-A, which it is said had the power to cleanse sins. Lent. Lent is a period of 40 days preceding the observance of Easter where the observers are expected to fast or cease from having the use of some other luxury. Like the majority of modern so-called Christian practices, its beginning can be traced to heathen practices. In his book, The Two Babylons, Alexander Hislop observed, let anyone only read the atrocities that were 
commemorated during the sacred fast of pagan Lent, as described by Arnovius and Clemens Alexandrinus. And surely he must blush for the Christianity of those who, with the full knowledge of all these abominations, went down to Egypt for help to stir up the languid devotion of the degenerate church and who could find no more excellent way to revive it than by borrowing from so polluted a source. The absurdities and abominations connected with which the early Christian writers had held up to scorn. That Christians should ever think of introducing the pagan abstinence of Lent was a sign of evil. It showed how low they had sunk, and it was also a cause of evil. It inevitably led to deeper degradation. Originally, even in Rome, Lent, with the preceding reveries of the carnival, was entirely unknown. In the early 19th century, German explorer Alexander von Humboldt noted the practice among the pagans in Mexico being held in the spring. His account states, three days after the vernal equinox began a solemn fast of 40 days in honor of the sun. A Lent of 40 days was also commemorated in Egypt. According to by English scholar John Landseer in his Sabian researches, 1823, an Egyptian Lent of 40 days was held in honor of Osiris. There is a spiritual signature which bears witness to the spirit of these traditions. It is called Fat Tuesday, Shrove, S-H-R-O-V-E, Tuesday of Mardi Gras. It is the custom of living it up to get a feel of all the enjoyment the world has to offer before setting off to church in mock repentance on Ash Wednesday. Such celebrations are an indication of the spirit behind the facade. The truth. Yahusha made it plain in John 4, 24. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshiper shall worship Yahuwah and Ruah, spirit and in that truth. For Yahuwah seeketh such to worship him. Yahuwah is a Ruah, spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. To be sure, those who observe modern Christian practices are religious. They may have personal conviction, but they are missing a vital element of the belief faith. They are lacking truth. Mark 7 7. How being in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men? The scripture tells us in chapter 9 of the book of Hebrews that we are made clean by the shed blood of Yahusha HaMashiach. No amount of ritual or work of the hand of man can accomplish this. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16 tells us. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yahushua HaMashiach. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the form of lust and your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversations. 
because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. The word holy means set apart, different from the rest. If we keep traditions which are not of Yahuwah, how can we be holy? From what then are we different if we do as they do? Not everyone has the conviction nor the courage to be set apart from the rest of the world. The sad truth is that mainstream Christianity lost her way, having fallen into apostasy long ago. The apostate traditions continued by priests, pastors, and preachers, ordained not by Yahuwah in the power of the Ruach HaKadosh, but by men in the spirit of the world, or their and their followers wouldn't have it any other way. Ash what? The pagan origin of Ash Wednesday by Craig Portwood. It's not mentioned in the scriptures. None of the Talmudian disciples observed it. Nowhere are believers commanded to keep it. It was not even officially practiced until nearly 1,000 years after the Messiah's resurrection. Like so many other non-scripture Christian customs, it has pagan roots. Learn more at the Truth of the Journal. Thank you, Father.